of the inhalable categories, pre-rolls are perhaps one of the most convenient product types. Maybe that's why the category has had continued growth in both the US and Canada, and is currently the second largest product category next to flower in Canada, third largest in the US. So throughout this report from headset, we're gonna revisit the category, take a closer look at the growth of pre-rolls, examining the market share and segments, both in the US and Canada, all coming up. It's only entertainment. Welcome back to The Talking Hedge. I'm Josh Kincaid, Capital Markets Analyst and host of your Cannabis Business Podcast. Let's look at the market share of pre-rolls in the U.S. and Canada. Very popular. It's a matter of price and convenience. Those are the top two reasons why people go out and do stuff. So it's no different between Canadians and Americans. But Canadians prefer the convenience uh, as more evident Pre-rolls, second largest product category with nearly one out of every $4 spent on cannabis going towards pre-rolls. So nearly double that the market size in the U.S., even though uh, Americans uh, have a lot more smokers in regulated states than Canada. Still, Canadians obviously um, love their pre-rolls. So in the U.S., 12.6%. Is, is how much consumers are are diving into that category. They're spending more money on other products like vape pens, edibles, concentrates. The vape pen is all about um, conservative states. They don't want to smell like anything, right? It's, it's very discreet. So when you're in a conservative area, you want to be discreet. You're going to go towards vape pens. It makes sense to me. Edibles have uh, their own certain category um, preferences. Uh, people dive towards edibles, especially on a Friday between the hours of four and uh, four and six, I believe. At least a third of all edibles throughout the month are sold between those two hours on that one day. Uh, and then concentrates are mostly uh, younger generations. So that's what's making the bulk of those sales. Pre-rolls, however... Women 50 and older, white women 50 and older are the number one demographic for for, uh, pre-rolls, but a lot of tourists also like them. Grab and go. You don't have to have anything. It's also an an inexpensive way to try different strains. If you don't like it, you don't want to buy bulk, even though the quality isn't that great. People do tend to use uh, pre-rolls for that reason. So you take some market share away from uh, inhalables by going after those other segments being vape pens, edibles, concentrates, but we'll just take a look at market share pre-roll over time. When we look at this particular category over time, we can find that the pre-roll market has been increasing in both the U.S. and Canada. Either that or maybe the amount of edibles that people were eating were decreasing uh, post-COVID. Uh, maybe that's it. Don't know. I'm not sure if we can infer that from the data, but what we can see is that Canada loves this category. They got a 5.9 positive difference between the overall market share pre-rolls since uh, June of 2021, but the U.S. has seen a smaller but noticeable increase around 2% from last year. So that's coming at the expense of decreasing flower category. We'll probably see flower hit 40% cap within all regions, um, and then the other 60% will be dominated by uh a mass amount of, of different products. The least uh, popular are the topicals and the tinctures. I think concentrates are reducing in popularity. 
um, there's just not enough people. And maybe maybe the the folks that are um, coming of age uh, will will increase that popularity or at least keep the cash flow going. I just don't think that it's going to be a dominant category form, mostly because it's expensive. It's it requires a lot of um, gadgets and it's uh, it's just a different high. Um, I kind of think of it as like a clean, clear high versus flowers, kind of that full body. And I think a lot of people would prefer, you know, a 25% flower over 90% concentrate because of that. Maybe I'm wrong. What do you think? In these graphs, we could take a closer look at the growth of the market share of pre-rolls in the U.S. and Canada over the last year. Both countries have seen a sharp increase in market share during the first half of 2022. And since January, market share pre-rolls have grown 12% in the U.S. and 31% in Canada. I think that at home, a lot of people may like bongs. I have a bubbler. That's my go-to, something that's um, got a water filter. But when you're on the go, maybe... That's the preference. So when I'm on the go, I take vape pens, um, you know, something like this, where I don't care if I lose it, um, is is my preference on the go. But it looks like pre rolls are definitely Canadians' choice when they're on the go. Maybe a lot more people are out working rather than stay at home. I'm not really sure, but there's a massive spike here that tells me something happened in January of this year. And I'm I'm thinking that that was the domestic, the Canada allowed for domestic travel. So that's telling me people are out and about doing their thing and they're taking their pre-rolls with them. When we drill into the individual states and provinces, you can see the Canadian markets tend to have significantly more pre-roll market share than the U.S. markets. So which is unsurprising given that we've seen in previous graphs, but B.C. is in the lead with pre-rolls making up 28% of the total cannabis sales in the first half of 22, that's pretty substantial that a third of all sales is going towards pre-rolls. West Coast, I'm telling you, we love our pre-rolls. And I think um, as long as California kind of stays on board with that, that'll probably be the national lead as the conservative states like Arizona, maybe even New York will adopt more pre-roll sales um, and less um, vape pen less conservative forms of, of consumption of the U S markets, California, most pre-roll markets with 14.8%. And then Colorado uh, has the lowest at 8%. So uh, that makes it the fifth largest product category in Colorado. I know Washington is really popular. Uh, I don't know what percentage, um, but definitely a go-to up here and Oregon for that matter. When we look at all the different, options or segments within pre-rolls there's a different mix between the u.s and canada you have single strain hybrid are uh, really popular up in canada they get 42 percent of pre-roll sales but in the u.s people like the infused pre-rolls that's 41 percent people want to get really really high they want that uh, one thing that one hitter one hitter quitter it's going to just knock them out that's why they want the edible. That's why they want the infused blunt. That's why they want these things is because by Friday, they just want to get hammered. Um, some of the folks that I know, lawyers, whatever, they take an edible at, at Friday and it takes them a couple of days to recover. So by Monday, it rolls around. They don't have that cloudy headed fogginess that uh, tends to linger on from an edible when you take too much. So with pre-rolls, it doesn't surprise me at all in the U.S. People are coming in with infused. My cousin stopped by just a couple of days ago, came in uh, from Montana, bought an infused. Um, wasn't great. Um, 
didn't even know it was infused until I looked at the, at the packaging actually. But it is growing in Canada, although a lot smaller. It's only 0.1% of pre-roll sales last year for infused. People just didn't really buy it up there in Canada. That could be due to the price up there. You maybe just don't see the value in it. When you look at the average, Canadians uh, are spending about 70%, 17% more than in U.S., that's around $21 Canadian or 16 bucks US. That's compared to 13 bucks in the US. So just a few dollars cheaper here, but it all adds up, especially now with inflation, people kind of really prioritizing a lot more. Um, the infused segment is even more than that. So that's just regular joints. Infused joints in Canada go for almost $21, uh, whereas in the US, um, they're 16 bucks. I mean, I get those for $10 and there's 30% off sales like three days a week here. So um, it's definitely going to eat into 420 sales. It's it's always the first big day of the year for 420, but I think 4th of July blew it away. I think um, New Year's Eve is, is going to blow it away. I think even um, Green Friday, isn't, isn't that uh, right before Thanksgiving? Uh, Black Friday is going to be a big sale. So... Um, yeah, 420 is definitely not not the biggest day of the year for sales any longer, but you, you can at least get 30% off if you look around. Regardless of the price, you can see that pre-rolls are growing in both the U.S. and Canada. So flour continues to surrender some of its grip. It's going to go from 40-something percent down to 40 or sub-40 on uh, the market share. Pre-roll is definitely getting in there. Uh, if not second, they're going to get in right behind the fate pens and probably bypass that at some point as well to become, uh, if not the third, at least the second largest um, in all of North America and probably the world. So strong growth sales. Um, we're going to see a lot less cone shaped and a lot more cylindrical shaped. I'm seeing those manufacturers online now. Um, the pre-rolls clog. There's all these issues. It's not the right shape. It's not the right draw. It's not an ideal customer experience if you like it that's fine um, but it's not the ideal experience there's a much better draw a much better user experience from a cylindrical joint and that's why you know see that in the tobacco world so um i'm not concerned what, what people think it is if they think it's tobacco if they think it looks too much like a cigarette i don't really care i'm going for what's the best experience at this point and i'm just not interested in placating um you know anybody's uh, opinions anymore there's just there's a lot of people who um have their own opinions don't really care i'm going for the cylindrical because it's the right draw uh, looking really looking forward to some of these other manufacturers coming out with cylindrical i will not buy a pre-roll already said that and i'm holding to it with that we're going to roll this one up i'm josh kincaid this is the talking hedge don't forget to like share and subscribe or don't and i'm out don't forget to smash that like button on your way out and check out these other videos that we've got thanks for listening to today's show to check out more great cannabis podcasts go to podconnects.com here's a preview of one of our other shows Season 1 of Dope History is now available at DopeHistory.com. Dope History weaves you through the lives of those who have been touched by cannabis or have had an influence on the events that shaped our laws or relationships with this plant. You'll hear tales from Frenchie Cannoli, Keith Strop, Eddie Lepp, Tom Alexander, Ed Rosenthal, Wolf Seagull, Jorge Cervantes, 
and Tommy Chong. Available now at dopehistory.com.